Let me tell you a story, and it's not the typical high school story. One afternoon, the sophomores in the A-levels class were walking up the stairs to the fourth floor and into the physics lab. And as we sat in our groups, the teacher handed out the experiment prompts, investigating the Ohm's law and the relationship between the resistance of a wire to its length and cross-sectional area. Me, a girl who with Her three years of electronics lesson in middle school was so excited to execute the experiment. Next to me was the girl with very handy skills with hardwares. She does it a lot back home. And so we were working at our circuits. As we were working, our teacher started glancing at her project. And then he glanced at mine. Then immediately started talking to the class. If the girls can do a very good job, then the boys should be better. And his sentence makes me question a lot of things. And most of all, it pushed me to talking more about casual and daily sexism. Follow along me and her uncovering all of the casual and daily sexism we experience in the classroom, in the physics lab, the basketball court, at home, and wherever we go. Hi everyone! To feminists on the pod. My name is Olivia, and today I'm here with Audrey. As yeah, my co-host. Yeah. <laughs> um. So Audrey is my classmate for like almost three years now. Um. In high school, we've been in every class together. Um. So today we're going to be discussing the so-called casual sexism and how it you know affects the teenagers and yeah let's just get into it so audrey do you consider yourself to be a feminist i would consider myself a feminist but i guess i'm not as open or as loud about it as you are and i applaud you for being able to do that because i am a bit more just on the low feminist I guess that's flattering but you know I feel like people have their own ways to you know say their voice and everything um what makes you a feminist in the first place and why do you think that it's important for people Mm. to join I guess we are all humans and we all have our strengths and things in different aspects and I've always been told like oh you're so like tomboy you should be more girly like and like those backhanded compliments saying like oh you're so strong for a girl it's just a bit uh how would I say it kind of rude at the same time and I just feel like why is it impressive if I'm a girl like shouldn't everyone be given like the same 
thing. Recognition. Yeah. Like it's kind of disturbing to, you know, um, be a little a lot bit of, underestimated, I guess. Yeah, a lot of people are just like, oh, you're so strong for a girl or like, oh my God, how can you do it? How can you do that? You're like a girl. You should not be able to do that. It's just a bit... I guess I'm a feminist because I want to show that like not only boys can do that if you know what I mean. Yeah, like I feel like people should use you know, kind of consider us having the same capabilities and the same capacity as like um, our gender counterparts. Yeah, I guess the main part is I just don't like being underestimated just because of my gender, which is just like really unfair. True, true. I would have to agree with that. And do you think that everyone um, in the universe have to be a feminist? And what are your reasons? It is preferable that everyone is a feminist because, I mean, equality is the way to go. But yet again, there are some people who have a different point of view in life i'm not saying it's like which one is wrong and right but then it's just different it's like hard to get everyone on the same page yeah i feel like um everyone being a feminist is an ideal like it's situation yeah it's very ideal and i feel like in order for the world to work and everything we need that kind of like balance between you know a lot of opinions and it's just hard to get like seven billion people on the same page as you said earlier yeah. true so um it you know, of like all these different opinions and how people feel feminism do you think that like people who are not feminists are bad people or do you, what what are your thoughts on um those people I mean, not necessarily bad people. I guess I guess the word I would use to describe it is uneducated. That's kind of rude, but like, need to be enlightened. Yeah. I mean, but not... I also feel like um, somehow people have their own reasons. Like, you know what I mean? Well, yeah. I guess they might not understand the current situation or like the actual facts behind what is happening right now. So I guess people who are not feminists are just not as educated on the fact yet. Yeah, I feel like maybe they still have like a lot of misconceptions on what feminism is about and so they yeah. refrain for feminists, etc. But yeah, because with these things, there are a lot of like bad, fake, like news around, like every everything actually. There is like some people who take it too far or like showcase feminism in a bad light, so people are like hesitant to join. Yeah, I feel like that's so true, especially um, regarding like the aims of feminism that has kind of changed over the years and people are like kind of 
we have a lot of misinterpretations on what feminism is. Some people think that feminists need to be super strong women, and like some other people think yeah. that feminists should be about like having the choice to be whoever you want as a woman, and etc. Yeah. So. True. Um, into the topic that we're diving today, we're talking about daily and casual sexism. And I feel like you touched on this topic earlier, you know, when people underestimate you as a woman, like they kind of applaud mm-hmm. you for doing something um, just because you are a woman. And I feel like this happens a lot in schools, especially like in class. Yeah. Whenever girls need to work um, on hardwares, usually. Um, yeah. Remember yeah. one time in our class. Um, yes. One of our the uh, physics lab teachers kind of applaud you for being um, good with you know sanding paper and like. Um, building the circuit and etc. How does it... And like using like clippers? Yeah, I guess. I guess guess so. Yeah. How does it affect people? You know, like I feel like this should have a big like psychological impact, I guess, on, you know, on the students in the lab as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The thing is, the way he said it is like, also at the same time mocking the boys is like oh a girl can do it why can't the boys do it it's a bit rude for both genders and a bit stereotypical which is sad to hear but how would i say it it's so casual and like so normalized much like yeah so normalized that like no one sees like what's wrong with that sentence yeah and like in the split second that he was saying that um i immediately thought like what's what's the what's your point like um that's the yeah. rude way to say it you know like are the boys the boys like have to be better than the girls I mean for some people they might have not done it before but maybe me or Mm -hmm. you we have done it before and so we know how to do it um, better I guess in the lab so yeah I feel like be stereotyping encourage I messed up but that was discouraged and not encouraged just many people to um, try new things and be who they are, I guess. Yeah. Also, this happens a lot in sports. Like, I enjoy playing quite a lot of sports. And yeah, you do. <laughs> you, you know, some, some there are, are certain, like, someone or, like, boys who are not into sports or like don't do a lot of sports and they get compared to me quite often and it's just kind of sad to see it is like i mean i feel like um certain sports such as like um you know usually the volleyball net or like the 
um, yeah, yeah, that, that is made shorter for the girls, which is kind of understandable, I guess, uh, considering that most girls they might not grow as tall as the boys. But for yeah. um, things that are standardized, like um, probably running and like lifting something heavy, no, like you remember the sit-ups where the coach like lowered the standards for a like an 80 score for the girls compared to the boys. Uh, yeah, I, I do. I remember that. Like while some of the girls like passed the the standard for the boys, but some of the boys did not even reach the standard for the girls, which is like kind of stereotyping by gender while you should just give a set standard and so everyone can reach that yeah i feel like so at the same time i feel like you cannot categorize gender with capability people have their own capacity yeah. right so if you have like the same standard i feel like it would be more fair plus the boys especially yeah. for an education system it's like a grading system it should be fair i know like why are they like changing the standards for the genders it's just unfair yeah i feel like so i mean it's totally different with you know people having um different net heights or like different ring heights because that's like um something very physical and it's like but then this is Like, when you're doing sit-ups, I feel like the mechanics are kind of the same with girls and boys. And the evidence that, yeah. you know, that some of the boys did not meet the girls' target. And, you know, when the girls meet the same number as the boys, they will get, like, higher scores than the boys. I feel like Applaud. that's kind of yeah. the problem here. Not fair. Yeah, true. And I think, um, like... This stereotyping, they encourage girls to think that they should shouldn't aim higher. You know, they should just um, sit in the boundary. Uh, like, yeah, they will always be lower than the boys. Lower than the boys. Yeah, that is something that should be fixed in the school system. Well, I'm not sure how they do it in other countries or other schools, but this is like what we experience. Yes, I guess um, this is just what we see as a small part of the world. Um, this should be fixed in terms of, you know, giving standards to boys and girls. Mm-hmm. And we talked about school and because like that's where we used to, we used to spend our time together a lot since you know since march we already are at home quarantining ourselves sadly yeah but it's it's for the best you know because like stop the coronavirus from spreading um but by being home a lot i guess um i personally have a lot more time with my family considering that I moved away since I was, I don't know, I, I guess I was 13. And because of that, it's like I haven't get to know my family a lot in a teenager level, you know. 
and it kind of mm -hmm. opens my eyes to sex in my families and how they view teenager lives and I found a lot of like cultures and family traditions being you know very imposing on gender inequality like one of the cases that happened to me was that um, my parents they see my brother as you know like when we're talking about dating they say that um my brother um is more free to date a lot as well i should be more selective um to the boys and i feel like that families, you know because the stigma is that you know when yeah. girls date a lot of boys then she's uh she's a slut like slut shaming people and then when boys then boys are are a baller given kind of like a, yeah like they're kind of for that like an it's like an achievement for true them. um what do you think um any other cultures or family traditions could you know impact on this case I guess it's just the subtle things like parents telling their sons to like, oh, you're a boy, you should not be crying, or like telling their daughters like, oh, you should be more girly, use more dresses, skirts, and heels, stuff like that. But it's kind of hard to change the f in the family sort like environment since I guess. Some people, some older people, have like a more traditional view on things, and it's a bit harder to change compared to maybe the younger people who are more educated on how the world really is. True, I I would have to agree with that, especially um, when looking at my parents they come from like an entirely different generation like before feminism was born and so I think all those traditions and cultures who are still imposing on gender inequality still kind of brought up and we we grow up with that you know yeah but it's it's great that we we are now in the era where feminism is like you know being fought for and so and so yeah we True. understand and we are aware of what is going on and we would not you know limit ourselves um etc okay and finally do you have any um, experience you want to share or like a message you want to say to everyone that's kind of considering to be a feminist and for girls who are um, experiencing all this stereotyping in the daily lives so for me who personally have like heard so many stereotypes against girls especially since I do special effects makeup like gore and stuff like that people tell me like oh you should you're a girl like why are you trying to be ugly you should use makeup to look pretty what i like to do is just do exactly the opposite of what they say the more they say oh you're a girl you should not be like strong or like you should not do muay thai the more that like i want to do it to prove them wrong i guess i guess i have to agree with you like I think your type of activism is trying to 
um, directly prove other people wrong. And so no one should be afraid to, you know, go for their dreams, I feel like. And if you're a girl who likes to wear makeup to stay pretty, then you go, girl. But if you're a girl who creates SFX like you, then so be it, you know, it's your form of art. Yeah, I do both types of makeup and I also hate it when... uh, Speaking on makeup, I hate it when boys or like people say, "Oh, you, you girls only wear makeup to impress the boys." That is so like rude to me. Yeah, like, I feel like it's very boy degrading. You know, girls do about them like they don't consider that girls have their own like. wants or personality or maybe art it's like a form of their art or hobby they always like think like oh everything that the girls do is for boys which is something that should really change i agree with you i feel like all the mindsets that um beauty is done for the boys or is done for pleasing other people should should change and they should kind of consider it more of a self-expression i believe to because you know kind of like understand that the whole world is not about you alone yeah i've seen this going around on tiktok quite a lot where when the boys say oh you girls only wear makeup to impress boys and the girls rebut by saying oh no we do it for ourselves and they have the audacity to reply saying like Oh, if you do it for yourself, then why do you only use makeup when you go out? You don't know how many times I wear makeup like at 8 or 9 p.m. Just to take it off like 5 minutes after I'm done. I... <laughs> It's hilarious how they are so... Kaya... Well, how do I say it? They're so... Their ego is so high to think that everything that we do is about them. It's hilarious. I, I would have to say that I agree so much to that. Like, I mean, um, they are arguing on the basis of their assumptions, you know? Like, they assume that girls only wear makeup when we're trying to go out. Which I, I think a lot of girls... Um, wear makeup like at home just to take it off because it's their hobby and even if they wear it to go out no it's just maybe they maybe they want to save money because makeup is expensive and so better make it you yeah. know better make your art seem but it's not for the boys you know yeah i know right like my f- highlighter is like i don't know like 500,000 like why would i waste that much money for you like i buy that for myself and to speak on the basis of humor i saw this girl on instagram um i forgot her um handle but then she made this kind of a reel i guess um she was like about to cry because her man cheated on her and someone's just like why are you looking up just cry and she's just like my foundation is 48 dollars i know uh, it's like You can't cry for a man when your mascara is like berapa, like more expensive. Yeah, I mean, I feel like, I feel like 
the whole point of this is trying to stop casual sexism in terms of underestimating people in terms of um, categorizing our genders to our capabilities and in terms of you know yeah. families trying to um, dictate the sexuality of their daughters or their sons and not kind of noticing how their personality is and also in the basis of stop making assumptions and stereotypes on girls and women yeah it is a sad world we live in we have to change that step by step i guess yep but i believe that um one day we're we will be progressing towards the right direction and we are right now so slowly but surely exactly well thank you audrey for being in this podcast with me um i have taken 20 minutes of your precious time (laughs) i hope to you know have you again on future episodes when we'll be discussing so much more fun stuff about feminism and casual or daily sexism perhaps and so yeah i hope today all of you learn from me and audrey and our experiences that you know we need to stop categorizing people stereotyping people whether it's um in our casual or normalized way but try to see on the lenses of equality so yeah we will see you next week on feminist on the pod and we'll see you guys yeah. thank you audrey bye So there you have it, we have uncovered so many parts of daily and casual sexism, but this time it was from a woman's point of view. In the next episode, we'll get through men's point of view. And so see you next Wednesday on Feminist on the Pod.